Welcome to Learning English, a daily 30-minute program from the Voice of America. I'm Dan Friedel. And I'm Katie Weaver. This program is aimed at English learners. So we speak slowly and we use words and phrases especially written for people learning English. Today on the program, we have reports about Elon Musk, the James Webb Space Telescope, student film awards, and English words and phrases you can use to describe a person who looks just like somebody else. We hope you stay with us. Faith Perlow and Mario Ritter Jr. are up first. Tesla chief Elon Musk wants to move the company's incorporation or registration from the American state of Delaware to Texas. Musk said he will ask Tesla shareholders to vote on the move after a Delaware judge ruled against his 2018 pay deal valued at $55.8 billion. Never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware, Musk posted on social media service X shortly after the ruling. Tesla and many major companies, including Amazon, Google, Disney, and Walmart, keep their headquarters in other states. But they all register in the small eastern state of Delaware because of its tax laws and business courts. The financial publication Forbes reports that 68% of the top American businesses are incorporated in Delaware. Companies that are registered in Delaware do not pay corporate income tax if they do not do business in the state. Even if they do business in the state, companies can also avoid paying corporate tax by setting up what is called a shell company. A shell company legally owns property but does not carry out any business. Dan Coatsworth is an expert at A.J. Bell, a British investment company. He told Reuters that Musk's plan is the kind of behavior from someone who always looks for an alternative if he can't get what he wants. Musk's idea, should he go through with the vote, is not without risk. Legal experts said investors might take legal action if he tried to move the state of incorporation to Texas. Legal action is even more likely if it was seen as a move to get his pay deal rather than to help Tesla. In 2022, the research firm Equilar carried out a study for the Associated Press. The study said that the median pay deal for a chief executive officer or CEO of a company in the Standard & Poor 500, an index of top companies, was valued 
at $14.8 million. It would take an average worker at one of those companies more than 185 years to earn what their chief executive gets in just 12 months. Musk's pay package of $55.8 billion set in 2018 was much larger than usual. So, a shareholder brought legal action. His lawyer argued that it was proposed by company directors with ties to Musk, and shareholders were given misleading and incomplete information. In 2018, Tesla estimated the value of Musk's compensation package at $2.28 billion. But its value has grown as Tesla's stock price increased. Under the plan, Musk would receive stock options each time Tesla's market value rose above $50 billion. That means Musk would have the chance to buy nearly 304 million shares for $23.34 each. Tesla stock is now trading at about $190 a share, compared with $21 at the start of 2018. By comparison, in 2022, the median worker at Tesla made $34,084. Last week, Chancellor Kathleen St. Jude McCormick of Delaware ruled that the process to set Musk's pay package was flawed and the price unfair. She ruled that Tesla's directors lacked independence from Musk, and the big pay package was not needed for Tesla to keep Musk or meet its performance goals. McCormick's ruling moved Musk out of the top spot on the Forbes list of wealthiest people. The publication removed $25 billion from his wealth, putting him below French businessman Bernard Arnault. To decide how much to pay their CEO, company directors often look at how much other companies are paying theirs. General Motors, for example, looks at Boeing, Ford, IBM, and other large companies to set its pay. In 2022, General Motors gave its CEO, Mary Barra, a pay package valued at $29 million. And Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, another car company, received $22 million that year. Although Tesla makes automobiles, investors often compare its stock with technology companies. Musk is often compared to Mark Zuckerberg of Meta and Apple's Tim Cook. In 2023, Cook's pay was valued at $63.2 million. A year earlier, Cook received about 
$99 million. Musk's supporters argue that he is not like any other CEO and should not be paid like other CEOs. They said he has built Tesla into the most valuable automaker in the world. Last year, Tesla sold more electric vehicles than any other company, and the company's success has forced the rest of the auto industry to plan for electric vehicles. Business law experts say any new pay package for Musk will likely be back in court again without independent directors or changes in the decision process for pay. Before the ruling, however, Musk wrote on X that he wanted Tesla company directors to double his share to give him 25% voting control of the company. If not, Musk said he would develop artificial intelligence and robotic software outside of the company. I'm Mario Ritter, Jr. And I'm Faith Perlow. Newly released images captured by the James Webb Space Telescope show 19 spiral galaxies relatively close to our Milky Way. The images offer new information on star formation, galaxy structure, and evolution. The images were made public on Monday by a team of scientists involved in a project called Physics at High Angular Resolution in Nearby Galaxies, or FANGS. The project operates across several major astronomical observatories. The closest of the 19 galaxies is called NGC 5068. It is about 15 million light-years from Earth. The most distant is NGC 1365, about 60 million light-years from Earth. A light-year is the distance light travels in a year, which is equal to about 9.5 trillion kilometers. The James Webb Space Telescope, or JWST, was launched in 2021 and began collecting data in 2022. It has shaped understanding of the early universe while taking pictures of space. The orbiting telescope looks at the universe mainly in the infrared. The Hubble Space Telescope, which was launched in 1990 and is still in use, has examined the universe mostly at optical and ultraviolet wavelengths. Spiral galaxies are a common galaxy type. Our Milky Way is one. The new observations came from Webb's Near-Infrared Camera, or NIRCAM, and Mid-Infrared Instrument, or MIRI. They show about 100,000 star clusters and millions or even billions of individual stars. These data are important 
as they give us a new view on the earliest phase of star formation, said University of Oxford astronomer Thomas Williams. He led the team's data processing on the images. About half of spiral galaxies have a straight structure, called a bar, coming out from the center. The spiral arms attach to this structure. The images let scientists, for the first time, determine the structure of the clouds of dust and gas from which stars and planets form at a high level of detail. Webb's observations build on Hubble's. Eric Rozalowski is an astronomer at Canada's University of Alberta. He said, using Hubble, we would see the starlight from galaxies, but some of the light was blocked by the dust of galaxies. Rozalowski added, this limitation made it hard to understand parts of how a galaxy operates as a system. With Webb's view in the infrared, we can see through this dust to see stars behind and within the enshrouding dust. I'm Dan Novak. While most people know about the Academy Awards in Hollywood, the awards known as the Oscars, few know about the Student Academy Awards. But to those who know about the industry, they are a big deal. A top three finish at the Student Academy Awards can lift a young filmmaker's career. Freddie McDonald knows this. His short movie, Shedding Angels, placed third in the narrative film category in 2022. It was his thesis film after two years of study at the American Film Institute, AFI, in Los Angeles. A thesis is a big project that is needed to complete a study program. Just being selected as a finalist was a dream come true, McDonald said. Having that stamp from the Academy helped give me so much momentum to create my first feature film. McDonald is 23. He said the recognition from the Academy helped launch his career. After the award, he said, investors paid more attention to him, and he was able to create excitement for a full-length movie. That movie is a longer version of another one of his short films called So Torn. He directed it when he was 19. So Torn, he said, tells the story of a seamstress who gets involved in a violent drug deal. The full-length movie will be shown at film festivals this year, and MacDonald hopes it will be shown in theaters sometime in the near future. MacDonald could be one of the more recent filmmakers to go on to a successful career in Hollywood after receiving a student award from the Academy. The awards program celebrated its 50th year in 2023. Some of the past winners include Spike Lee, known for his movies Do the Right Thing, Malcolm X, He Got Game, and others. Lee won an Oscar in 2019 for Black Klansman. 
Lee won his student award in 1983 when he was studying at New York University, or NYU. His film was Joe's Bedsty Barbershop, We Cut Heads. Other student winners include Robert Zemeckis, who won an Oscar for directing Forrest Gump in 1994. Pete Docter won a student award, too. He later earned Oscars for his animated films Up, Inside Out, and Soul. Kendra Carter is a vice president at the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which runs both awards programs. She said the Academy hopes to open the film industry to people from many different backgrounds and create a pool of highly skilled, diverse talent. In 2023, 640 members of the Academy voted on the awards, which means the student work was seen by hundreds of people in Hollywood. In addition to the award, many students come away from the event with a business agent who can help them get more work. But that's not all. The gold medal winners can choose to have their work submitted for the Academy Awards. Last year, an animated short film by a student from Australia, an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it, was considered for an Oscar. Once your name is tied to a Student Academy Award, it just opens all of these doors, the Academy's Carter said. It's so transformative for emerging filmmakers. The program is now open to young filmmakers from around the world. Giorgio Giotto of Italy is a student at NYU. He won the gold medal in October for his documentary short film, Wings of Dust. Everyone thinks it's impossible to be a documentary filmmaker unless you're rich or super lucky, Giotto said. He called his success an impossible dream. McDonald said the opportunity to compete with student filmmakers from around the world was both extremely daunting and exciting. He said, it was a great experience to go to the awards ceremony and meet so many creative people from around the world. He would not have gotten that experience without going to film school. McDonald said he thought about going to an undergraduate film program first. And then towards the end of high school, kind of, I, I knew I wanted to be a filmmaker, but the big question came like, am I, what, what college am I going to go to? Where should I be applying? And so I started looking at all the different paths in terms of film school and the American Film Institute always jumped off the page to me. but. I didn't think that would be a possibility because it is a graduate program and I was applying as a high school senior. McDonald applied and was the youngest person ever accepted into the directing program. He was qualified because by then he had already made a short film and done other directing jobs. But because he did not have a college degree, AFI gave him a certificate of completion at the end. While in school, he learned more about the business side of filmmaking than he expected. He learned how to write a proposal that aimed to make investors excited to finance a film. 
And that was really helpful for me to kind of wrap my head around the different ways you can make movies. Before being nominated for a Student Academy Award, McDonald had everything he needed to enter the film industry. He had strong experience before attending AFI. He learned even more in school. He even got attention from some film studios. But the Student Academy Award experience gave him something more. It gave him the sense that other people believed in what he was doing. The Academy recognizing it really gave me um, belief in myself that the stories that I want to tell are are worth telling and um, that, that I should keep pursuing them. The lesson, McDonald added, was that the Academy liked his work, and he, in his words, should keep fighting to make movies. I'm Dan Friedel. And I'm Jill Robbins. And now, words and their stories from VOA Learning English. English borrows from many other languages. And today, we talk about a word that comes from German, doppelganger. The word doppelganger comes from German folklore. The online dictionary, Merriam-Webster, describes the old story. All living creatures have a spirit who is invisible, but exactly the same as the living person. But just because you can't see them, doppelgangers are not ghosts. They are sometimes described as the spiritual opposite, or negative, of their human counterpart. Even though the word comes from spiritual folklore, we use it in a very real way. When two people look very similar, we can call them doppelgangers. English has other expressions that have a similar meaning. If someone looks like someone else, you can call them a look-alike, spitting image, or mirror image. Let's hear two friends use some of these expressions. Were you at the airport yesterday? No, I haven't been to the airport in over a year. Are you sure about that? I think I would know if I were at the airport. Why do you ask? Well, if you weren't there, then I ran into your doppelganger. She was a mirror image of you. Wow, I've heard about doppelgangers, but I didn't think I really had a look-alike out there in the world. Well, you do. And they are on their way to Costa Rica. I wish I could trade places with my doppelganger. If you know someone who looks exactly like another person, you can also call them a dead ringer. Experts say this expression comes from American horse racing, and usage began in the late 19th century. Sometimes racehorse owners would race a horse under a false name and pedigree. 
They did this to trick people who bet money on race results. These horses were called ringers. Here is how to use the expression in a sentence: My best friend in college is a dead ringer for George Clooney. When we're out in public, he gets asked for his autograph all the time. In the expression "dead ringer," the word "dead" does not mean lifeless. In this case, it means exact or precise. It is a way to add emphasis or highlight something. For example, if I am sure that my friend is right about something, I can say she is dead right. We can also say someone is dead wrong. If they are most certainly wrong, the next time you want to describe two people who look the same, you can choose any of these expressions. And that's all the time we have for this words and their stories. Until next time, I'm Anna Mateo. I'm Dan Friedel, and you're listening to the Learning English podcast. We just heard Anna Mateo talk about a strange thing that some people experience. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hello, Dan. Thank you for having me. Anna, can you remind our listeners about the strange experience and the word you used to describe it? Sure. This week, I wrote about a word we use in English. But it is actually German, and that word is doppelganger. It describes the strange experience we have when meeting someone who looks just like someone else. Anna, I know about this experience or phenomenon. I feel like many people share the same characteristics. They can be about the same height, weight, and even have the same hair and eye color. But I feel like a doppelganger has to have something more. Can you give us some more details? That's right. Well, for me to be a doppelganger, you not only have to look like someone else, but you have to share some other characteristics. For example, maybe the way a person stands with their hands on their hips, or how they use their hands when they speak. So it's more than a physical resemblance. It's really、um, an uncanny similarity. It's a little spooky. It's a little scary. That's what uncanny means. That's exactly right. I was on an airplane recently, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone who looked just like an old friend. His name was Will. This man was tall, a little overweight. He wore glasses, and he was standing. Just in the same way that my friend always stood. That sounds like his doppelganger, Dan. Here comes another phrase that might sound a little spooky, and that's "dead ringer." Let's talk about that. In this case, the dead refers to someone who is very much alive. So, can you tell us about "dead ringer"? Sure. I really like this expression. My parents loved the horse races and would take. Us, their children, often. 
This expression comes from the world of horse racing. Sometimes racehorse owners would enter a different horse into a race, one that looked similar to another horse. They did this to trick people who bet money on race results, and those horses were called ringers. Well, you know, Anna, that story makes sense, but it doesn't sound very fair. No, it doesn't. Um, it's a it, it's a trick. It was a trick. So, all right. Well, I know what ringer means now, and also how we can use dead to emphasize an idea. You could say something is dead on, dead to rights, dead easy, or a dead heat. And in all of those examples, dead is a point of emphasis. That's right. We often use the word "dead" in this way. It's like saying something is exactly or completely something else. Like you said,、um, "dead on," "dead heat." You can be dead right or dead wrong. It's a way to add, as you said, emphasis. Anna, well, looking at the clock right now, I'd say we're dead on time to wrap up this conversation. What do you think? I think you're right, Dan.、Um, I'll say goodbye for now. Thanks, Anna. It was great to have you. You're welcome. Always fun to be here. Bye. And that's the Learning English podcast for today. Thank you, Anna, for that report, and thanks to all of our VOA colleagues for their work on today's program. Most importantly, thank you for listening. For more, visit our website at learningenglish.voanews.com. I'm Katie Weaver, and I'm Dan Friedel.